Welcome to All Write in Sin City, a podcast about writers and writing in the Windsor, Detroit region. Your podcasters today are Irene Moore Davis, author, educator, and local historian, Sarah Jarvis, former bookseller, publishing rep, and literary festival chair, and me, Kim Conklin, Windsor based writer and filmmaker. This All Right in Sin City podcast will feature a live recording of a special event in Windsor. Today, you'll hear the completion of an interview with award-winning fiction author Casey Plett, recorded at Biblioasis. Interviewing Casey is Windsor poet Vanessa Shields. Part one of the interview was posted last week. Casey Plett is the author of the short story collection A Safe Girl to Love and the novel Little Fish, which won the Amazon Canada First Novel Award. She's also the co-editor of the anthology Meanwhile Elsewhere, Science Fiction and Fantasy from Transgender Writers, and she wrote a column on transitioning for McSweeney's Internet Tendency. Casey's essays and reviews have appeared in the New York Times, Maclean's, The Walrus, Plentitude, and the Winnipeg Free Press. She is the winner of a Lambda Literary Award for Best Transgender Fiction, and she was a past finalist for the 2015 Dane Ogilvie Prize for LGBTQ Emerging Writers. She lives in Windsor, Ontario. She's being interviewed by Windsor author Vanessa Shields. Yeah, and I I mean, I felt that it was, you really were like, plopped us into these folks' lives and everything from like, not wanting to get up to go to work and laying in bed and sitting in the chair and wrapping yourself up in a blanket and having a drink like there was a lot of day-to-day hourly things that we do that are often like not in they're just sort of gleaned over like going to the bathroom and eating like your characters eat which is great and also people never use toothpaste when they brush their teeth on television or in movies I don't understand this either but anyway there's toothpaste in here there's like real peeing on the toilet and like and it's important because it, it does build the character, right? And it builds the relationship with the reader to the character that this is a really intimate moment. Like, she's got to go to the bathroom and she's feeling pain in her, you know, mm-hmm. on her parts because of whatever she did the night before. And that's real shit. Like, that happens. So, yeah. that I can, you know, it's just another layer of being able to relate. Thanks. Yeah. And I feel like it's like, you know, I feel like anybody who's taken a writing class, whenever you write a sentence, yeah. I was like, ha, like, no, that is like boring stuff. Like, that's like when they meant yeah. work. And like, yeah, if you don't write it well. Yeah. You know, exactly. and I mean a little, I mean a little snarky when I say that, yeah. but like, um, there are, there are things like that that like put you in a character's body where yeah. like, um, even just like a sentence or two here and there, yeah. or just like a small period can like, mm-hmm kind of like put you in this person who is walking and talking and doing these things yeah. right so I'm, I'm glad you felt that way thank you let's talk about uh community again you also are the um one of the editors of this beautiful collection um called meanwhile elsewhere which is science fiction and fantasy from transgendered writers and it's if you like science fiction and fantasy it's super fun um and so tell me about this how was this born and uh, what else were you writing in your life at this time? Like, tell me about your writing life when this came about, and yeah, yeah, all sure. for sale. It was really fun. Um, Good, lots of fun, sexy stuff in there too. That is very cool. robots, robot sex, robots. Um, so this book came out. Uh, the concept of this book came out um, right after I published my first book, actually, Safe for Yeah. Long. 
And that summer, uh, Topside Press, the same people who put my first book out, they were talking about putting together this anthology, yeah. the sci-fi anthology, it was thought of, of trans writers, because there's most transsexuals are big freaking nerds. Um, <laughs> not most, but like a sizable, you know, it's, it's, it's more, than a, more than a small minority, I'll put it that way. Yeah. Um, and I'm actually like not a sci-fi fantasy person at all. Um, but Kat, who was co-editing it with me, she said, I would really love you to come on and do this with me. And I was like, why me? Like, yeah. I don't, that's... I, like, read Star Wars books when I was 10, and that was cool, but it's been a while since then, you know, and then she was like, don't worry, like, honestly, like, there are, yeah. it is kind of, like, the line, and she actually had a very, like, um, good nuanced view of it, she was like, honestly, yeah. the line between genre fiction and what you're doing is sure. so overblown, that line doesn't actually exist, right. like, I, I'm happy to, like, be, like, a spec fic sort of resource here, but, yeah. like, the same things that apply to writing compelling short fiction... You know, it goes both ways. And mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, yeah. thanks. Um, yeah, so, and we, we put a call out for most of 2015. And we left the call out for a really long time yeah. to ensure that, like, people could, like, develop stories and they had, like, yeah. a long time to give us something. And we spent about a year editing it. Um, we divided it up. So were you like, together? Like, were you in the same room? Or were you doing no, stuff through email? No, she lived in New York and I was in Ontario. I was in Toronto for most okay. of it, although I was here for some cool. time. But we met up a few times in person to discuss stuff. Yeah. But we both read every submission. We, um... We just kind of set the lineup together, but then we went off and we like fully edited the other stories yeah. individually. Um, yeah, and it was such a fun project. And another cool thing about this is that like I don't know, I have like a weird relationship to publicize my own work where I'm like, why? But then I wrote that. It's weird. <laughs> why are you doing that? Why are you? Yeah. That's like, but I was like, no, these stories are so good. Like everyone needs to read them. Yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, that was easy. Um, anyway, and um, and I don't know. I also. Um, it was so nice to most most of the people in this most lots of people. Okay, I would say most of the people in this book either had not been published before, or they had oh, not been nice. published. They had not, been pu- they had not been published widely. Yeah. Um, and that was a really gratifying thing to work right. on, you know. And people who and that kind of took some extra time, right? Yeah. Because you know? um, not everyone's used to being edited. Not everyone's used to like what that means. Um, but it was so so fulfilling and really I don't know really joyous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you really think you'd want to do something like that again? It was so much work that I would yeah. be very parsimonious with right. what I said yes to. But I would, but I would like to edit again. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I had a lot of. I got um, actually. It was after editing this that yeah. I was that um, right before I started working at the press arm of Oasis. Where I was like, I'm working on other people's books for a while. Like, mm-hmm. That sounds all right. So, in a sense, doing this actually led me to. Bibli Oasis. Indeed. Indeed. Awesome. Um. Tell me, uh, oh, do you, do you believe in writer's block? Let's talk about that, because that's a question that comes up all the time. Like, besides, like, give me advice. I'm, I'm a new writer. Yeah. Uh, tell us, you know, how you feel about that. Do you believe in it? Is it real? Do you experience it? I believe in it, but I haven't experienced it the way that it seems to be commonly talked about. Okay. To me, like, if I sit down and write, and then, like, I, like, I don't know, my ridiculous rabbit brain is always interested in something. Yeah. So I do believe in, sure, like, when you sit down, you're like, here's a project that I'm going to work on, and your brain's like, no, not, not at all, nope, nope. <laughs> um, yeah. right, you know, it's kind of like you're, t- I did a teacher once who described it once, it's like, you know, like, you're driving a car, and you're like, we're going this way, the car's like, you're yeah. like, no, <laughs> and the car's just going this way. So yeah. I do kind of believe in, like, um, for me at least, like, you know, so I was like, well, that project's not what I'm going to work on today, but yeah. I... As long as I can kind of listen to myself, like, no, I don't have writer's block because um, I will find a way to work on something. Right. 
Um, so, which, um, again, going back, what is how my first book got made in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What about you? Um, I'm like have so much bursting in my brain all the time that I'm half the time is the characters are just pissed at me and waiting. Like, when are you gonna right. let me out? Uh-huh. Um, and then yeah, so I'm, I feel like I'm always catching up. I feel like I'm always catching up. Um, tell me, um, do you have any quirky, uh, writing process things that you do? Like, you have to have the same cup or, I don't know, you always drink tea. Is there any kind of similarity when you sit down to do the actual writing? Like, do you write, write onto your laptop? Like, type right onto it? I'll do it on laptop. I have a few things. For one, I have found that I'm not a person who can work at a desk. Okay. Oh. And this has this has taken a long time to learn and wow. be like, oh yes, well now you're at the desk. And I sit down and like this just feels so good. Yeah. So I, like, okay, that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, I always just you know I I don't know why I have this like um, residue midnight aspirations or something. I don't know. Or I'm just like, <laughs> well, of course, like a writing thing would happen at a desk at a proper thing and not yeah. like on the couch in your pajamas right. lying down in some terrible for your back position. Like yeah. that's not how that would happen. Um, yeah. But, um, so that's one thing. Yeah. Two is I find so that when I you're at home, you're cozy, you're like not at a desk, you're on your sofa, whatever. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Bent yeah. over comfy, my coffee table. Comfy first, and then an hour goes by and your coffee's cold, and you're like, oh shit, I can't move my back. Coffee's a good function. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Another thing I find is that, like, I need to move. Yeah. So, um, especially if I'm, like, actually getting fortunate enough to put in a long day of writing, I will, like, then go to a cafe and I'll be there for an hour or so and then I have to like I have to like move my physical space around I find I cannot be in the same physical space for hours and write that this is not that just kind of makes my brain kind of run into like a big dirt rut um there's one other thing I wanted to answer about your question what was it um oh uh, when I'm editing like when I'm yeah. Have something finished, then I have to put it on a piece of pa- piece of actual physical paper. I have to print it out. I have to take it somewhere. And I have to mark it up with a pen. Yeah. I find that if I'm editing something, if I look at it on a computer, that it just looks like a jumble of words. I was like, yeah. I wrote these. They're fine. Yep. Like, what's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> you know. And then if yeah. I print them out on paper, I look at it like, oh yeah. no, like that's <laughs> Woo! who did this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm agree. I, I I'm agree. I agree. I have to print stuff out too. A lot of recycling and but yeah and and like you scratching it out and the arrow that says this half a sentence goes back here and then move that here and right? oh my god I spelled the there's wrong or right? whatever you know like yeah you just can't I just can't see that when it's on the computer and it's so valuable like I always feel like yeah. I don't know I always feel like it's easy to have this kind of sense of disconnect of like what you're doing yeah. and what a book is when honestly yeah. it's like you know like I feel like the process that helps me is if I was like oh man, that was a stupid way to say that. You know, like that part of my brain has yeah. to be able to engage with my own yes. writing as if it's a book and give it that own, its own respect, yeah. you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I feel it the same way. Um, so, um, you are coming off a barrage of beautiful awards. I've been very fortunate. Yep. And, um... What uh, can you tell us? A, no, you don't have to tell us what you're working on, but if you are working on something, how you're feeling about it? Has yeah. the process sort of kicked in yet with what you're working on? Yeah, I'm working on a few things. I have a screenplay that I'm about halfway done, which is okay. super exciting. 
um, which feels just like, I don't know, working with like magical Disney fantasy land or something, you know, especially because, you know what, writing screenplays, so like, when you write fiction, you have to be responsible for the end product, right? If you write a screenplay, the idea is that you just give it to somebody else, and that's their problem, and you don't have to worry about it anymore. I know, it sounds so nice. Um, Anyway, we'll we'll see. Um, And then I have a novel that I have like in infancy, like baby stages, and then I have another collection of short fiction that is like... I don't know, like about maybe like a third of the way down. Are you doing anything different than what we've read so far? Like um, trying a different format, um, a different genre? Like, so maybe it's, well, I don't think it's going to be science fiction, but can you say, like, if it's sort of the same vein-ish of... I don't know yet, maybe it's too early. In the sense of it being, like, realist fiction type stuff, I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's probably what I'm always going to be writing, no matter what. Yeah. Um, So in that sense, yes. Okay. Um, But... um, Do you feel any pressure? Like, self-pressure or pressure from, I don't know. Sometimes Readers who are like, oh, she won all these awards. She read her write another good book. Sometimes, but actually, I've been fortunate enough so that... Okay, so before I wrote my first book, I won this uh, online column contest for the McSweeney's website. McSweeney's is this, like, super... um, Especially in, like, U.S. literary circles, is a small-known literary magazine. Okay. Um, And both times after... Both after I had that published, and after I had my first book published, both of those periods were followed by really intensely awful periods of my own personal life for okay. reasons that have nothing to do with those things. So yeah, anyway, sure. but the upshot is this, I feel like I'm very much untangled, like, yeah. who cares if, like, you do well, like, whatever. It's yeah. just good. Um, so I, um, and obviously with this particular round of things, I've been yeah. very financially fortunate, so that's, yeah. like, a different thing. Um, yeah. But I think that I have been lucky enough to sort of uncouple, like... Good. Yeah. Um, whatever I make in my art to, like, whether my life is you know and I feel like if those things were more attached I would feel more pressure and I also kind of feel like I don't know um I remember after I had finished my first book and I had sent it off I don't mean to be too morbid but there was part of me I was like okay like I wanted to do this all my life everything else is just a bonus yeah you know I was even like okay again kind of morbid but I was like on a plane and like there was some turbulence and I was like well I wrote the book so that's (laughs) <laughs> that, that's, that's pretty awesome like okay so that's yeah. that's fine like yeah. um wow that's cool yeah well i i don't, I don't know that's so like, I, I feel like it's a big creator freedom that if there yeah. if you don't have that like even a little bit of or you only have a little bit of that attachment to the outcome it really frees up the creative process when you're creating and writing and birthing something that like you're not attached to anything except right. for what's happening and what you're writing like that sometimes can be really hard to do right exactly i feel like when yeah. i start thinking about like how something might be treated in public or how it like just yeah. locks me up yeah. so intensely so. yeah um okay quick question what are you reading now what books are you reading i am reading a, a mind spread on the ground by alicia elliott which is a book of essays which is so good it's almost yeah. certainly here somewhere yeah um i am reading it's a big deal a book of poetry by dina del Bucchia that is like both like into like the hilarious, sad, absurd, like, mixture is, like, BoJack Horseman great. It is so good. Like, Sweet. I hope you have it here. It's a big yeah. deal. Poetry, Dina Del Bucchia. Okay. Um, awesome. <laughs> we do, folks. You heard it here. Um, 
And then I'm just finishing Reproduction by Ian Williams, which is this like epic 400 plus page novel, which is just like one of my favorite things that I've read in a really long time. He was also up again. He was also with me for the Amazon First Novel Award. Um, and his book is just amazing, amazing, amazing. Yeah, I'm like 40 pages away, but I, I feel yeah. I have no qualms with That's telling awesome. everyone to buy it. Okay, and like just indulgent kind of thing that you might be embarrassed to say that you do and love doesn't have to be related to writing or creativity at all, but like you watch Gossip Girl or <laughs> <laughs> like some secret about you that you can share that you can, uh, don't have to wait till you die to know. <laughs> you know, like you like poutine at four in the morning. I don't know. Like Who some, doesn't like poutine at four know. in the morning? <laughs> Bad example. Um, uh, you know, you have lots of shoes. I don't know. No, I need more shoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you want to think about it? Part of me wants to ask Sybil over there, but I just don't really want to know. The car's messy. The car is messy. <laughs> okay, that's, good. that's exactly the type of thing. My car is really messy. Right. It's pretty awful. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, I still take a ride if it was a cold Winnipeg night. I don't care how messy your car is. I, 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 I know, right? So, whatever. Awesome. Okay. That was Vanessa Shields interviewing author Casey Platt at Biblioasis. In our next podcast, we'll have two more readings for you. We'll hear from award-winning science fiction authors Timothy S. Johnston and Kathy Koja, recorded at a recent cheese series reading at the Fog Lounge in Windsor. Thanks for joining us. Look for more episodes of All Right in Sin City wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out our website, allrightinsincity.com. For information and announcements of new podcasts, sign up to our email list or follow us on Facebook and Twitter.